Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to episode 192 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. In this episode, we talk about things to do before closing day. Enjoy. All right, so let's get going. So first, what to do before closing day. For number one. Oh, he's right into it today. Number one, contact your home insurance provider. <clears throat> sure, yeah. I mean, anyone that you don't want to continue to pay for the wrong house needs to be contacted. Well, you also, here's the thing with insurance is a lot of people don't realize all the questions that they're going to ask by the insurance company. You know what I can't stand is when real estate agents call me and say, hey, here's, or text me, here's a list of 20 questions about the house that I just helped my client buy that you were selling. Right. Can you answer Does them for me? Does it have a fireplace? <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm not going to do this for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, I generally How do provide. How old is the furnace? Yeah, I will provide How old is some the roof? information. But I don't know. Maybe you should have asked those questions before you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, yeah, but no, seriously, insurance companies want yeah. to know age of the roof, age of the furnace. Is there a hot water tank? How old is it? Is it rented? Is there a sump pump? Um, if it's a rural property, you got to know stuff about the well, the septic system. Yeah. If there's a fireplace, is it gas? Is it wood? Is it wet certified? I wonder if that's something that people, and I don't know how many people budget like really budget versus those who don't what is in your way it might be oh i don't think so because he said the the screen was hardly in so it's probably okay and he's shaking his head um anyways i wonder if people actually take into consideration an increase in insurance costs like do Especially they actually now. call the insurance company and say hey what should i consider that Ve would be interesting to know like very if few people get a quote on insurance before purchasing. I wouldn't. You do it with I a wouldn't. car. No, I didn't even do that. Well, that's because you're and then I got screwed. money bucks. No, I got screwed. My rates went up $1,000 a year. Right. And then, so that prompted me to shop around. I ended up finding something well, when cheaper I, than when what I was When I traded paying, in but... my sedan for the SUV, yeah. that was the first thing I did before signing on the dotted line was call the insurance company and say, oh, what, what are my premiums going to be? Yeah. Was it less? No, a lot more. Oh, I figured bigger vehicles safer, less insurance. Well, I probably had a couple of tickets that they didn't notice. Oh, so <laughs> adds up. Right. All right. Next one. Uh, move on to the next one. Contact the city. We've already joked about this one. You don't really need to contact the city. It. This is with regards to property tax. Yeah, I can't think of a reason why you. Well, it specifically says to ensure property tax arrears are paid. Who wrote this blog? This was um, Robin. So we'll have to ask her what Maybe she's specifically she's referring experienced to. experienced a circumstance where taxes weren't up to date and maybe it never got caught Actually, to the last minute. you know what happens often, like a reason you'd have to call the town or the city. Yeah. Um, you might need the latest property tax bill Right. And a lot of people don't keep it or get it electronically. They can't it's find it. It's not easy to get. They it's, make you go not. through a process. Yeah. I don't know why it's not online. Well, it did, um, town of Milton, they had, um, uh, what is it called? E-post. They had uh, the ability 
to um to I've get, never used that service. Well, it's expiring now in November, so like it's obsolete? Yeah. The whole e-post company? Uh, I don't believe so, Just but Milton the, using it. Quite a few um bills are no longer going to be able to uh post to e-post. Interesting. All right, next, contact a moving company. I suppose, yeah, of course, if you want to hire a mover, do it early. A lot of moving companies are booked well, well, well in advance, like the good ones. Yeah. If you pick up the phone today and you're looking for a mover next week or later that week and they say, yeah, no problem, uh, we'll be there at 7.30. Right. You probably don't want them moving you yeah. and let's say legitimately had a cancellation which happens yeah People, maybe deal right. falls through last minute yeah whatever yeah. that happens um would you hire by the way don't to those of you hiring moving companies that maybe you found them on kijiji or one of those apps i won't mention any app names but um well why not you need to otherwise they don't know what to look out for apps that match you with companies that may assist you in moving. Okay. Not all of them are properly vetted. If any. So be careful. Homestars is good. I've had good success well, with Well, anything Homestars. where you get legit reviews. But don't leave a deposit. Do moving companies typically require a deposit? Not the good ones. I don't know about that, but okay. I'm trusting you. They make you sign maybe a contract. Yeah. Would you hire them to pack your stuff and move or just move? You know, funny you should say that. We have a client that called me. Okay. And, you know, one of those sellers that's ming and hawing about upgrading now that the prices have come down and uh, an upgrade is a lot more feasible and reasonable. And their biggest concern, because they just moved, I want to say, three times in the last four years. Oh, my goodness. And they are done with moving, but they would like to upgrade. They knew this is not going to be their forever home, initially planned on being there five, seven years. And what they said to me was, yeah, we would consider doing it now, but we don't want the headache of moving again. I said, well, what, right. what, is, what is your biggest concern? Oh, we don't want to pack, packing everything because they have a young child and all that, and they just got unpacked finally. Right. Well, there's your solution. Exactly. So I called our one of our go-to moving companies, Rockstar Movers. I'll give them a shout out. Brian and his team always do a great, great job. Uh, and they do offer that service. And it's actually very reasonably priced. So they come in, they pack up your stuff and uh, take it Like would they go house. through your drawers and pack your clothes and everything? I don't know. I didn't get into details. But think about celebrities and athletes that right. have properties. Sure, they're not doing anything. Literally not doing anything. Yeah. Somebody's going in there and packing it all up properly, taking it to... to Taking it to the new house. I mean, you might have a hand, you it. might have a few things you'd want to do on your like valuables, right. right? Whatever. Okay. Yeah, sex toys you don't want anybody else handling. Well, they're probably already packed in a box of some sort. I would think. How many times we've gone 
to people's homes and there have been miscellaneous toys left out. Oh, one of our uh, a, a client, uh, one of our cleaners. By the way, this is an X-rated R R-rated X X X X rated. Somebody on our team found a penis pump <laughs> at one, <laughs> at one of our listings. <laughs> that was a first for me. <laughs> that tea almost went all over <laughs> your MacBook. <laughs> Uh, but Steve, a penis pump. What's a penis pump? Oh, I guess uh, uh, as you get older, if you have issues uh, having an erection, you use a pump to assist. I I don't know from experience, but <laughs> that's what it is. And then Steve Bruman, Florencia, close your ears. Steve Bruman sent us a picture of a huge <laughs> dildo that he found behind a door in a bedroom, just on the floor. <laughs> Just laying on the floor. They're using it as a, uh, a doorstop. <laughs> door <laughs> it was big, so it would work, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm really going to Google what the hell a penis pump is. Okay. Uh, all right, moving on to the next one. <laughs> Why would you want your penis in a pump? Well, you, maybe you'll find out when you're 70. That's what Viagra and Cialis are for, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, maybe... People use it so much they become desensitized to it. Okay. Uh, collect moving boxes. So, Do you want to go back to this? Okay. It was just out there on the nightstand? I mean, it was visible. They weren't digging through their drawers. So like, I don't know exactly where it was. All right. Tip one to sellers. Put that stuff away before the realtor gets there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we had a right. painter uh, come. It was a friend. And he, we hired him to do some painting while we were away. So we intentionally had these like furry handcuffs and stuff. So we left them <laughs> on the bed <laughs> and then he texted me when he found them. All right. Um, start collecting moving supplies and boxes. Amazon's great for that. I always toss those out right away. But if I knew I was moving, I would certainly keep strategically keep certain ones that were of substantial size. Well, the nice thing with the Amazon boxes is they use the good packing tape like on their uh yeah you know i don't know what oh you yeah call yeah, it. yeah with like the string through it yeah yeah it's good quality yeah. so here's a tip i think i may have said it in a podcast a couple of years ago order like paper towel as an example paper towel on amazon is usually oh, you get it in a huge box it's usually pretty well priced yeah. Like equivalent to what you would pay at Walmart or the Superstore or Sobeys or whatever. Um, and they ship it in a really good size box with that good tape at the bottom. Yeah. So that is a perfect moving box. And yeah. if you were to buy a box like that, like go to Home Depot or one of the moving supply stores. Two bucks. Yeah. For sure. Probably three bucks. Yeah. Two bucks for sure. Mm -hmm. Plus the tape. Yeah. Um, so... You, you have a few orders of things like that, of supplies that you're going to need or use anyway. Well, well, she also made a good point on here is um, post on local Facebook groups. I see people offering stuff like that all the time. So if you want to save some money, go to local whatever pages you're on and let people know you're looking. Right. You may get somebody that just so, moved and has you three remember, dozen boxes sitting there. Well, remember end of 2020 going through COVID I was ordering literally still do now but it's more manageable ordering everything online and a lot through Amazon one of my garages 
Do you remember? It was, was stacked. full, stacked of boxes because I hadn't broken them down. You know, we would get yes. three, four boxes a day yeah. and we would just toss I them I have in to there. break them down almost right away because otherwise it's overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have have boxes kicking around and yeah. they want to get rid of it. And then label your boxes. We were talking about this before we started talking about this. We were talking about this before. Yes. Off air, on air. Yes. Yes. Have you ever seen that Seinfeld episode? Was it a Seinfeld episode? Uh, must have been. Where they... Oh, I can't... There's a bunch of box... Yeah, I think it... Jen! Was it a Seinfeld episode where there were... Somebody was moving or they were transporting something and there were boxes with the, the address and the label. And they all fell off. Can you... And and use the label maker that Elaine had given some guy. The label, the label maker, maker sucked. Yeah, and then they all the re-gifted label, label maker. maker. I, I'm, I didn't watch Seinfeld religiously. Uh, apparently you. The, uh, the re-gifted label maker. Come on. That is, well, maybe you got to be a Seinfeld fan to remember it. But uh, this label maker got re-gifted and then... Uh, I won't go through the whole story, but somebody used it and the labels, the glue on the labels was probably old or whatever. They put the labels on the moving boxes and during the shipment of those boxes, the labels fell off, peeled off. So the, the moral of that story is use a marker. If it's a cardboard box. Yeah. Couple of tips on cardboard boxes. A lot of people, when they move, they'll put the boxes in the basement. Um, concrete, if it's an unfinished basement, right? Concrete naturally absorbs, retains, retains want moisture. moisture. Yes. You put the cardboard on the concrete. The cardboard is now going to suck up that moisture, and it's going to get. Mold, mildew. Why are you laughing at me? Nothing. It's continue. Just certain things I keep in my head. It's fine. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, contact utility companies. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I skipped one. Contact a cleaning company. For a, well, move out, move in, clean. Well, this is specifically, yeah, cleaning the house before the new owners take possession. You don't have to, but I think it's a nice gesture i've had clients that have shown appreciation for houses they've moved into that were really clean i i i think if you don't do a nice clean or hire somebody to do a nice cleaning for the new owners after mm -hmm. you've moved out all your crap it's kind of disrespectful to a degree for sure but the other i mean you're i, I wouldn't recommend doing a deep clean because they're probably going to do their own 100 percent but do a clean of but some degree. Get your body hairs out of the sink and yeah, the, sure. the tub and give the toilet a nice scrub. Well, and realistically, it's not happening all the time because there's times when we're showing houses where they haven't done that. I, so I, I agree. It's, it's uh, not something I would expect often. Um, but in that circumstance... Yes. As a realtor that is earning a commission, whether you're the buyer or seller um, realtor, 
you know, somebody throw in a couple of hundred bucks and oh, get the place clean. Like, yeah, if there was an issue, I wouldn't hesitate to jump in and have that done. I mean, if the seller's realtor didn't take that step to have it clean during the process of selling, I doubt that person's going to throw in a couple of hundred to get it clean. But yeah. maybe the buyer agent says, hey, let me send my cleaners over. They won't do a deep clean, but at least get it. You know, we do those things from time well, to time. Well, the house is going to get messy out. in the process of moving in as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, we do, and I wouldn't hesitate to. The, the other things to keep in mind if you are buying a home, so this is tips before moving. Um, right. We haven't really talked about, we're talking more about sellers right now, but we should talk about the buying side of it too. Well, it all goes... Because the buyers should contact the insurance company. It applies to everybody, really. Yes. So... Well, then it's titled what to do the day before... Or sorry, what to do before closing day. Right. So if you're the buyer, I would also get the ducts cleaned. Yeah. And carpets, if there's carpets. Yeah. Get out any... Before you move all your stuff in. Get out any dander, any dust, any smells... And that's why it's nice not to close the exact same day on two properties. So never, you have never close on the same day if you can avoid it because yeah. uh, that just becomes a clusterfuck. Contact utility companies, uh, which is followed by forward your mail. Utility companies, yes. Yeah, They'll want to know. You have to do. Yeah. Um, forward your mail. I have clients now who a year later are calling me saying, hey, I had mail delivered. I forgot to update this. So annoying. Like they're, nowadays everything's being delivered. So yes, update your mail, do mail forwarding through Canada Post, but also go into all of your Amazon profiles that you have for ordering, change the addresses there. Um, any companies you order from, update it. You know what a good trick? Here's here's a tip and trick for you. All right. Um Go through your last 90 days of billing on in your accounts that you pay for things like your checking and your visa and just see where um, where you're spending your money. Yeah. And those are all likely the places where... Well, things like chef's plate or whatever those food delivery services are. Sure. You don't want to be delivering your meals to the new owner. Yeah. And your friends and family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What? Your friends and family never send you a birthday card? I suppose. Yeah. Twice a year you get a letter, maybe at Christmas and birthday. You know, lesson, totally off topic, but we usually hang a, a string, a string somewhere in the room and put the cards Okay. on there. I've noticed. Fewer and fewer. They, and <laughs> either people like us less or, well, I don't know. How many cards did you get last year? Did you, uh, is that trending for you too? We just, we put them out on the, the console like media table. console thing. Yeah. Or it's not a media console, but a console table. Yeah. I don't that know. That wasn't my question. Oh, is it a trend in terms of a declining number of... Yeah, not if it's a trend to put your Christmas cards well, I thought on we display. were talking decor or something. Um, I don't... I haven't really paid that much. Have you guys noticed that? Fewer and fewer Christmas cards? I don't know. Get mic'd up. Come on. I'm part of the generation that's kind of like, I don't send my 
Yeah. I actually like I like the ones where. Well, I like the ones where they send you a picture of the family and a long update on what's happening. Yeah. Right. Like say this is what's this is what's happening this yeah. year. Little Susie is graduating. Whatever. Da, 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 we da. always defer to Susie. I know it was just ingrained in my mind. But uh, I like those things because you don't speak with people often, and you know years can go by where you don't call or see them or whatever and maybe that you don't have that close relationship with them but you still care yeah so it's i like getting that stuff you get the photo you're like whoa they got yeah. old yeah <laughs> oh that kid grew up ugly <laughs> um contact your lawyer Not sending him a christmas card a week or two before closing uh lawyer yeah lawyer will usually call you and say, hey, uh, you want to contact a lawyer right after you purchase and the deal is firm just to make sure that they yeah. can take on your deal. Well, th I think I think that's assumed. I'm assuming this is more now that you've gone through that process and you're nearing closing, you need to schedule the appointment to do the paperwork. Uh, yes, you do. But the lawyer will usually facilitate that. They'll usually call you. They'll usually initiate that conversation. Read the blog, folks. Robin's got all the details. Um, arrange for child care, pet care. You will be busy on moving day, if possible. Having care arranged for your children or pets will make things much easier. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's a good point. You don't have to read I mean, the blog. I, Adrian's reading it for you. I probably Welcome to Audible. I probably would have had my kids carrying boxes, though. Well, you're just a slave driver, aren't you? Yeah, no, I think they would enjoy it. You know, you give them little tasks, get yeah. them involved. Kind of. I guess like, it depends on the age of the like kids. Kind of like going on vacation. You get them those little rolling luggages. Yeah. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. Keys. Arrange with your realtor to leave the keys in the lockbox. So that's relatively new since COVID started. We've been doing that for a couple of years. Yep. The key exchange used to occur at the lawyer's office, which I always thought was weird. It's a pain in the ass. Totally weird and a pain in the ass, especially if your lawyer's in a different town or Right. Whatever. He's already at the house. Like So previously, the one lawyer would have to get the keys delivered to the other lawyer, and yeah. then the buyer has to go to that lawyer to pick up the keys. Yeah. Stupid. And if you're using somebody out of town, which some people do. Yeah. Especially now that things can be done remotely. Yeah. So it makes more sense. So yeah, keys are typically left in the lockbox and the lockbox code is released to the buyers uh, once the property is closed. Yeah. Or and if you're a seller closed. and you want to help out the buyer and, and, you know, do the right thing, gather all the keys, you know, put them all together, label them, put them on the kitchen counter. If there's a mailbox and a mailbox key, let them know what mailbox number. That's a common call I get. Very common. Um, where the mailbox is, oftentimes people wonder, is that the mailbox? Is that the mailbox? You can also call Canada Post. And if you don't have a key, they'll just come and replace the lock. Yeah, but that's an extra, like... As no, a, I know. As I'm a buyer, you don't want to be dealing with that no, stuff. No, of course not. But if, I'm just um, saying it's not the end of the world if you don't have it. And again, seller, gather all the warranties and manuals and any documents that you think the new new owner would 
appreciate having. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's actually in your agreement of purchase and sale. So you want to um, do your best to fulfill that. And then start preparing an essentials bag. Let's just go back. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the essentials bag. I think that's important, especially kids and pets. Yeah. Uh, note of pets. Send them to camp for a couple of days. Yeah, pets for sure. Um, I once had a cat. We moved. Congratulations. We we <laughs> I moved. Once had a cat. We moved. He was very excited about that. I was prob. I don't know how old I would have been. It was. Uh, as a kid, we only moved once. And then that... Accidentally packed the cat. In that move, we couldn't find the cat. So everybody moved in. Nobody knew where the cat was. I mean, I'm sure the door was open and closed a lot. And so then you hear the scratching of the box. No. we. Uh, one I of thought the, this story was good. One of the air returns was off. So we thought the cat went in the air return. So we were, you know, looking at flashlights and freaking out because our cat was, you know, a family pet. Loved it, obviously. Ended up finding it in a drawer, somebody's dresser drawer. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to packed it. Yeah, so pack your cats. Um, start preparing an essentials bag. Essentials bag, what should that include? Snacks for the kids. For everybody. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, in here, I'll, I'll just tell you what Robin thinks it should include. Um, well, read the blog. <laughs> read the blog if yeah. you're listening. Read yeah, the if blog. If you got this far, go to the website, read the blog. Um, One thing that was Toilet wasn't... paper, paper towel. You're not going to have any of that accessible, um, especially if it wasn't left behind. And a few outfits. I don't know if I would bother with that. It depends on the time of the year, too. Like yeah. if it's dead of summer, you're going to want some, you know, refreshments. Yeah. Um. Middle of winter, you know, you might want uh, extra sweaters. and. One thing that wasn't mentioned uh, that is important if you are a buyer moving into your new house is, uh, which we've talked about before and we do, uh, but changing the locks and resetting any digital entries. So any keypad entries, any remote entries, Garage door opener, usually press and hold the reset button for X number of seconds and it deletes all of the saved codes. You know how many times I get a call from an agent, a buyer's agent? Oh, can, what's the code? What's the code for the garage door opener? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, buddy, take your three-step ladder, hit the reset button yeah. and put your own code in. Why would you want to use somebody else's code? I don't know. And a lot of cars now, you don't use the old clicker remotes. Yeah. You're using the built-in, whatever you call it. So they still... Homelink? Homelink. I don't know if that's... that's uh, that, I, I think that's like a GM branded thing, oh. Homelink. Anyway, that's what it is, right? Like Yeah. So you don't want neighbors or previous owners getting access. So reset it. Reset everything. There you go. Happy moving day. Yeah, I can't think if we've missed anything, but um, if anybody ha listening or watching has tips for that, <laughs> these are this is good stuff that everybody wants to know and, and hear. Um, or any fun stories. I like move, there's stories. Fun moving stories. Fun we moving should, stories. We should, Things you've found. Actually, we should do that. Compile stories from, from our followers. 
Yep. And uh, maybe we'll do that. Would be a good live TikTok. Mm. Yeah, we could do that. Well, uh, Florencia was listening to True Crime one day. I came in here. She had this True Crime podcast playing. We could do a similar. Like, get these. What is the? Okay, I'm gonna have stories to and check out this True Crime podcast. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could do similar. A similar podcast with true moving day stories. Right. Something like that. And you have to be very, like, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good day. Good podcast. Thanks for coming out. That's it. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Uh, make sure you subscribe and comment. We need to know what questions you have, and we'll address them in an upcoming episode. Stories, moving stories. Oh, right, moving stories. If you have a moving story, something you found, something, I don't know, any moving stories, we want to hear them. Mm